the help of Hashem, we are learning Bovakama Daflamid Bays. We left off on Daflamid Bays, Amid Aleph, 18 lines from the top of the Amid, in the second wide line by the two dots. The Gemara here quotes part of the Mishnah, So the Mishnah says that if two people are walking in Dirashusarabim, one is holding a Kaira, one is holding a beam, the other one is holding a Chavis, the other one is holding a barrel. If the one who's holding the kite is walking in the front, and the one that's holding the barrel is walking behind him, and the one that's walking with the barrel walked too fast, so the barrel holder walked his barrel into the beam, so the Mishnah says the Baal HaKaira is Pater, because he did nothing wrong. However, if the Baal HaKaira stopped, he did something irregular, and then the Chavis therefore crashed into the beam. The Mishnah said that the Baal HaKaira is Chayef. Good. So now, says the Gemara, Omer Eish and we had this din already twice before in the Mesechtem. The Eish is teaching us the din called, Kol HaMeshana, Veshina Achar If someone does something irregular, and then someone else does something irregular to the irregular one, being that the person, to begin with, did something irregular, he can't have any complaints. So Amr Eish the example that he gave was, if there were two cows in the public domain. However, one of them squatted. An animal squatting on the street would be like today a car stopping in the middle of the road. That's called Hamashana. He did something irregular. And one part of was walking, which is normal, which is regular. So let's divide Reish Lakish's statement into two dinim, just to clarify the Gemara later. So din number one teaches Reish Lakish that if Ba'ata Mahalechas Biravutza, if the one that's walking kicked the cow that's squatting, Ptura, the owner of the Mahalechas, is exempt. And this is the din that we just mentioned, that kol hameshana, v'shina achar boy, is going to be potted. No, it's the one that was squatting should not have been squatting there. Now, Rish Lakish teaches us din number two, that if revutza b'mahaleches, that if the cow that's squatting kicks the cow that's walking, chayeves, the owner of the squatter, is chayev to pay. Now, when we learned this both times in Davchav and Davchav Dalid, we never emphasized the second part. We always brought Reish Lakish for din, what we call din number one, of Kol HaMashana. However, here we're going to look, at least initially, at din number two. And before we go on, let's just explain the Gemara the way the Pnei Shua explains it. Why did we need Reish Lakish to tell you? That if the Revutza kicks the Mahaleches, the Revutza's Chayeves, of course, if one animal kicks another animal, then the din is, we already learned this, kicking is a tolda of keren. If the animal is a tam, you have to pay chatzin nezek. If the animal is a muad, you have to pay nezek shalom. Why would we even think that just because the animal is revutza and it kicked the mahaleches, why would we even think that it would be otherwise for us to need reish lakish to say chayevus? So therefore the Pnei Shor explains that what reish lakish must be talking about is that the mahaleches, was walking over the Ravutza. The one that was walking was walking over the squatter. So the animal that's squatting on the ground to protect itself, it didn't want an animal walking over it, it kicked the one that's walking. So here you would think 
that the Revutzah should not be chayiv, because the Revutzah was only protecting itself. So that's the Chiddush of Reish Lakish, who created this whole problem to begin with? The squatter. So since you began, you were the initial cause of this whole irregular situation, and you kicked, you're going to be chayiv. So now that we understand the second statement of Reish Lakish, says the Gemara, Lema Misayele, let us now find a proof to Reish Lakish from our Mishnah. And now that we clarified that Shlakish said, let's say, din number one, din number two, the Gemara now was trying to bring a proof for Shlakish from for, for his second din. This din that if Revutzah b'mahaleches is going to be chayiv, even though the Revutzah was kicking to protect itself, ah, for this I'll bring your proof from our Mishnah. And now again we quote the Mishnah, and let's again make our Mishnah to one and two, just to have clarity which one is proving which part of the Mishnah is, is a proof to what part of the statement of Reish Lakish? So again, we quote, Two people are walking on the Shusar Abim, a beam holder, and a barrel holder, so the Baal Kaira, the beam holder, is walking in front. Baal Chavis is walking behind him, is driving behind him. So din number one in the Mishnah is, Nishbara Chavis B'Kaira, if the one walking behind, if the car driving behind sped up too quick, and it should not have done it. It should have paced itself according to the speed of the one in front of him. And the beam and the barrel walked into the beam. So then Pater, the Baal Hakaira is Pater. Did nothing wrong. However, said the Mishnah, If the one holding the beam stopped, he did something irregular. So we're going to be using the second din of the Mishnah to be a siyua for the second din of Reish Lakish. In the second case, the Chirivutza, the Mahaleches dummy. It's mamish like the case of the Revutza, the Mahaleches, as we explained from the Pnei Yeshua. Meaning, why in the second case of the Mishnah is the Baal Hakaira Chayiv? Because the Baal Hakaira did something irregular. So if you began an irregular scenario, even though I can argue, okay, the Baal Hakaira stopped, but the Baal Chavis, you also should have stopped. We don't say that. We say that since you began causing an irregular situation, if that results in damage, the initiator of irregularity is going to be chayiv. Ah, that is a back, that's a proof. So the way we explained to Pnei Yeshua, that the Revutza was the one that did something irregular. Then the Mahaleches was walking over the Revutza. It was walking over. The Revutza kicked the Mahaleches to protect itself. Still the Revutza is chayiv. You began something irregular. You shouldn't have been squatting. If it results at the end in damage, you began it, you're chayiv. That's a rayom to which the Gemara responds, the tizbara. The Gemara responds, is this a logic? Ha, sayoye boya. Are you seeking to bring a proof? Not only loy mistayo, the loy misaye. Not only is this not a proof, Adarabah says the Gemara, This actually creates a question on the din of Reish Lakish. Why? Because Tamam, the case of Reish Lakish, in which he says that the squatter is chayiv, was the Boata, was because the squatter kicked the Mahalachas. Ah, you kicked the Mahalachas, you're a kicker, that's Keren. And Keren Tam, Chati Nezek. Keren Muad, Nezek Shalom. But what would happen if the Boato didn't kick the Mahalechas, if the Mahalechas simply tripped over the, the one who was squatting, it seems from Reish Lakish that you're Pater. 
Now I have a kasher from the Mishnah. What happened in the Mishnah? The Balakaita stopped. The Balakavis walked into it, tripping over, and then our Mishnah said, Chayiv. So Adarabah, not only do you not have a proof, you have a kasha. Ah, says the Gemara, listen, a proof taki you don't have, but a kasha you don't have either. Because in our Mishnah, why in our Mishnah is the Balakaita Chayiv? Because the Paschal Oirchei Kishildo. Because the Bal Hakaira stopped on the road the way a corpse lays across the road. Notice the Balakaita stopped in a way that there was no other way to keep on going. The Balachavis traveling on that road, so to say, needed to bang into him. So that's why the Balakaita is Chayiv. In our case of Reshlakish, Hacha, Kigoin the animal squatted Bechadgis on one side of the road. And therefore, if the Mahalechas tripped over the squatter, the squatter is exempt. Why? Because the owner of the squatter can tell the owner of the Mahalechas, You should have walked to the other side. Think about it, it's very relevant today. If a car stops in the middle of the road, shouldn't have stopped in the middle of the road. And I'm driving, and I had the option. To, to go around him. I cannot go hit him and say, oh, you have to pay for my damage. No, if you had the opportunity, you the victim, of avoiding becoming victimized, you're responsible to take care of yourself. So on the Vila, we didn't prove anything for the shlakish, but we don't have Akasha either. Ella explains the Gemara that the attempted proof from our Mishnah was not for the second din of the shlakish, but it is for the first din of the shlakish. That call Hamashana Vishina Achar Boy. Now for that, Yitaka don't have a proof from the part of the Mishnah that we quoted, but now we're gonna quote the next part of the Mishnah. Elo, Seifa, the Masnisen, Lakish. The latter part of the Mishnah is going to be a proof for the first din of Reish Lakish. The Tanit says in the later part of our Mishnah that Hoya Balchavis Rishin. If the barrel holder, the barrel owner is walking in front. Everyone is going in the same direction. They're going down La Sienega. So the Chavis is first. Ubala Kaira is behind him. And then said the Mishnah, if Nishbara Chavis Bekaira, if the one walking behind with the beam started to speed and it saw the pace of the one in front and it didn't keep the same pace, it went quicker, so then you're Chayiv. The Bala Kaira banged into the Abada, he banged into the Chavis. However, said the Mishnah, the Im Ahmad Bal Chavis, but if the Chavis stopped, and the Balakaita went into him. Ah, here the Mishnah says, Pater, even though the Balakaita went into the Chavis, but since you are Mishana, you the Chavis made a Shino, you call HaMashana, the Shina Achar Boy is Pater. Now this is a good proof that it's just like the Bimahalechas, the Ravutza, the Mahalechas kicked the Ravutza, and Rashlokesh says Pater, and our Mishnah said Pater, so you have a proof, you have a proof from the Mishnah. Viktani Pater. To which the Gemara again says, a proof you don't have. We're not going to have a kasha here, but we're not going to have a proof. In our Mishnah, perhaps, that the person is walking normally. Since he did nothing unusual, who was the only one that did something unusual? The one that stopped. So then the one that stopped is going to be uh, held responsible. In other words, and therefore the Balkaida doesn't have to pay. The Balkaida is just walking normally. The Chavis was the one that acted irregular, so the Balkaida doesn't have to pay. But over here, in the case of Reish Lakish, even after learning the Mishnah, you wouldn't necessarily come to the conclusion like Reish Lakish did 
that if the Mahalechis kicked the Revutza, he'll be potter. Because the Mahalechis has the right to walk. But the Mahalechis doesn't have the right to kick. Because Hachi, Amarle, the owner of the squatter, can tell the owner of the walker, You had permission to walk over me. I shouldn't have squatted on the street. But but you don't have Rishus to kick me. So therefore, learning the Mishnah would not necessarily lead us to the conclusion of Reish Lakish. At least we don't have a kasha on him, but neither do we have any siyua, not for the first din, nor for the second din of Reish Lakish. Okay, this is Gavaldik. Next case in the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, If two people are walking on the street, now there are different ways of learning the Mishnah, we're going to learn our Mishnah is giving us two scenarios. One is Echad Ratz Ve'echad Mahalach. One is running and one is walking. We're going to understand that running is Mishuna. You're supposed to walk on the street. We'll see later exceptions to that. Or case number two in the Mishnah. Shehoyu Shneim Ratzin. They were both running. And Vihiziku The Bach importantly at Shalei they damaged each other. They're both exempt. A lot more in the Gemara. So let's begin reading the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Masnisin, our Mishnah, the Loiki Isi ben Yehuda cannot be authored by the Tana Isi ben Yehuda. The Tanya we learned in Abraisa, Isi ben Yehuda says that if one person is running and one person is not running, so Chayiv, the runner is Chayiv. Why? That's the rule. That's where someone did something unusual and that resulted in damage the one who started the Mishunah is the one who's going to be Chayiv so first of all the Gemara says our Mishnah is not like Isi ben Yehuda now by the way the Shneim Ratzim can go even according to Isi ben Yehuda Shneim Ratzim halacha would be what happens in a boxing match or two people are fighting and they both hurt each other so that's the din of Shneim Ratzim they both did something Mishunah and one hurt the other Again, the Bach says, that's the whole discussion here, but it's connected to the case of Shneim Ratzin. The Mishnah, the Gemara that's saying that our Mishnah is not like Isi ben Yehuda is referring to the first case of the Mishnah. That even if one is Ratz and one is Mahalech, the Mishnah appears to be saying, Peturim, the one who's run or spotted, Isi disagrees with that. Isi says, the Mishnah is going to be Chayiv. However, Umayda Isi of Shabbos ben Ashmash is. Isi ben Yehuda's Maida, that Shabbos afternoon, ben Ashmoshes is more than the afternoon. Ben Ashmoshes is already after Shkia, between Shkia and Seis. That people that are rushing, Shuhupater, that if the Ruts damaged the Mahalech, let's go with the Bach, Shloibe Kavonam, he's going to be exempt, Mepnei Shurats Bereshuz. It's not an act of, he's not acting irregularly, he's acting regularly. Atkan, so, good, so far so good. Ah, now we got a problem. Because Omer Rabbi Yechenon, Rabbi Yechenon says, Halachikisi ben Yehudon. And we just learned a few days ago that Rabbi Yechenon accepts a rule that we're familiar with. That whenever Rebbe wrote a Mishnah without writing the author of that din, in other words, Stam Mishnah, Rebbe heard everything from his teachers and everything was said, B'Shem Oimrei. So when Rebbe wrote something in the Mishnah, Stam, the reason why he didn't quote the author of that din is to tell us that that is the halacha. No, don't think that that is only being said by one individual. Stam Mishnah, halacha ki Stam Mishnah. Now our Mishnah is a Stam Mishnah. 
Rabbi Yechanan just said, We just established that our Mishnah is not like Yisib ben Yehuda. Now you have a contradiction. How can Rabbi Yechanan say halachik Yisib ben Yehuda? For Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan, Paskins, that halachik is our Mishnah. And Vitananik says in our Mishnah, Echad Ratz ve Echad Mahalach. Oish, Oish, Neim Ratz and Peturim. Ah, to which the Gemara says, obviously Rabbi Yechanan does not hold that our Mishnah is not like Yisib ben Yehuda. Our Mishnah is Yisib ben Yehuda. Masnisin be'erev Shabbos be'nashmoshes. That it must be that when the Mishnah began saying that Echad Rotz ve'echad Mahalach Patir, that's only when the Rotz was Erev Shabbos be'nashmoshes, when it's not Mishunah. And the Gemara has a Gavaldic proof. And Mimai, how do I know that? Because me, Diktoni Oishoyiv Shneim Rotz Mpturim. Why did the Mishnah have to give a second case? That if they're both running, they're both exempt, that whole latter part of the Mishnah is Mamish extra. Hasul Amali. The Mishnah began telling you that Echad Ratz ve Echad Mahalech, the Ratz is Patir. So Avada itself understood that if they're both Ratzim, of course they're Paturim. Hash the Echad Ratz ve Echad Mahalech Patir, Shneim Ratzim Iboya. So it must be the Mishnah is not telling you the same din and telling you a greater Chiddush and then telling you a lesser Chiddush. Elah Hachik Amar, the Mishnah is speaking about two different cases. The Reish of the Mishnah, Echad Ratz ve Echad Mahalach Patir. Why is the runner Patir? Ah, you shouldn't have ran. Ah, that's only when he was running out of Shabbos ben Hashmoshes. The Medvaram Amurim, we have to understand to add this in the Mishnah. Bed of Shabbos ben Hashmoshes. Ava Bukhoyl. But if it would be during the weekday, Echad Ratz ve Echad Mahalach is going to be Chayiv. However, continues the Mishnah, Shneim Ratzim, if both were acting Mishuna, even during a weekday, since they were both doing something irregular, then Peturim. By the way, there's a Machlekes in the Rishonim here, when the person is running out of Shabbos, Bein Hashemoshes, but the person wasn't running for Shabbos, whether he'll have that exemption as well or not. Was do we say that since it's a time that people know there's a rush in the street, so the victim should have been more cautious? Or is the rats only putter because the rats was rutsing for Lukavit Shabbos? Says the Gemara Amar Marvi, the master taught us, we just learned before, that that even if one was running, the other was Mahalach, that the runner is putter, the Pneshirats Bidashus. So the way we're going to learn the Gemara is, had that statement been said, if a person was running out of Shabbos Achar Chatzois, we can all relate to that. Even if you want to stretch it to out of Shabbos period, we can relate to that. You're running to buy things for Shabbos, to schlep things for Shabbos. Bein Hashemashes, what are you running for? We have to take in Shabbos from Shkia. We are Makabal Shabbos before Toysva Shabbos. So the question is, the Ed of Shabbos, let's add the words, Bein Hashemashes, what type of need, and therefore Rishos is there to run then? It's already Shabbos. If you weren't Toyrach until then, then you're stuck. Answers the Gemara, Kedar Abchanina. This is a very quoted Gemara. To Amar Abchanina, turning to the Flamet Beis, Amar Beis, look at these two versions. Boyu v'neitzei likras kala malkisam. We're not speaking about running to buy things for Shabbos. That's takayet of Shabbos. Ben Hashemoshes is what we call today Kabbalah Shabbos, which was instituted many, many, many hundreds of years later after the Gemara was put together. But, but they didn't say Kabbalah Shabbos the way we did, but Erev Shabbos, Ben Hashemoshes, they used to boyu v'neitzei. Some of the Amoroim here, they used to go out and they used to, to greet Shabbos Malkasa. 
or other people had the expression Likras Shabbos Kala Malkasa. Rabbi the way it seems, the difference between Rabbi and the prior statements is, is Rabbi wasn't Vinaytzei, Rabbi didn't go out, but Misate Vikoi used to enwrap himself. Vikoi means he stood in his place, but he said, Boikala, Boikala. So the rushing, the ruts, that's Bereshuz, had something to do with the way they were Mechabal Shabbos. Now we have enough time today, let's go to the Marsha, in the Chudush Goddess, just to read a little bit on this statement. Nachamol? Oh, but at least they have a Neitzay. But it has to do with, listen, we have traditions, know that Rizal is used to go out. So if everyone was going out and they're going, you're doing a mitzvah, you're doing a mitzvah mitchayis. Another person is strolling down the street, so the rats did it bidishos. So says the Marshon, the Chidusha Goddess, that Kara HaShabbos Kala, why are we calling Shabbos a queen? There's a medrash that says that when Hashem created the world, so you have seven days. So Sunday, so to say, got married to Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So each day had its pair. However, when it came Shabbos, the Lee, Shabbos complained, says, Loinosata ben Zug. So Amar Lei, so Hashem told Shabbos that Knesset Yisrael Lea ben Zugach. Meaning in this context that the Yidin is so to say, we are the husband and we're going to greet our Kala. And by Shabbos Gufahi, Knesset Yisrael. And Shabbos is like married to the Jewish people. And therefore, Abel, the Panya, the Malish, he, Kishkehachnosas Kala Lechupa. So says the Marshal, if that's the case, if Shabbos is a kala, how do we start a chuppah today? We, Ashkenazim, we call it a badekinish. But there's a concept that, that the chassan goes to greet the kala. That's the whole maimer that we say. So the concept of voyu say fits very well. It's not just a declaration. Actually, by a wedding, the chassan goes to the kala. So there's an ingen on Shabbos for us to go to Shabbos. We should greet Shabbos. Now, the way we minhagenu today is that we turn around towards the sunset. And, and that, so we're, we're going to greet. We're not going out, but we're, we're, we're turning around. When, uh, when I had the merit to live in, in Hong Kong as a shliach, and people who live on the other side of Eretz Yisrael, there there's a whole debate. Because, in other words, we daven here towards Yerushalayim. Here meaning in this part of the world. So we are facing east. Sunset is in the west. So you're greeting Shabbos, it makes sense. You're turning towards the west because Shabbos comes in because it got dark. Shabbos is coming in because the sun is setting. So when you're turning around, first of all, you're turning towards the Kala because you're turning towards sunset. But when you live in, in the Far East, you're anyways davening towards the west because, because, because Yerushalayim is the west of the Far East. So turning around, how are you expressing that you're greeting Shabbos? That's the question. Do you turn around or don't you turn around? How will there, turning around, be the concept of let's go out to greet the queen when the queen of Shabbos comes in by dark? Dark is in the west. Gets the sun sets in the west. Anyways, let's come back here to the mission. Next case in the mission. This din is called the din of Hamivakeya. Mamevakea means a person who's chopping wood. Now when a person chops wood, very similar to the case that we just spoke out from Parsha Shoiftim, by the person who, God forbid, manslaughtered, says Bishoigik, killed someone, either a wood chopper, 
a, a part of his instrument, of the axe, can fly off, can splinter off and go flying and got a bit damage or kill someone, or pieces of wood. A person is chopping wood and a piece of a splinter can go flying and again, it can, it can hurt, it can be mazik or worse. So says the Mishnah. Now here the Bach turns the scenarios in a different order. Let us read the Mishnah in the Bach. The Mishnah is going to give us three cases. The only question is how are they ordered? So says the Mishnah, if the wood chopper is chopping wood, and that splinter or that piece of iron that went flying, didn't stop go flying. It went flying in a different domain. The Hizik that's case number one, according to the Bach. Case number two was that the Nivakeya, the wood chopper, was chopping wood. And we'll see in the Gemara, each case has its own unique Chiddush. And the Hizik, but let's speak about a splinter. And the splinter went fi- flying into the Rishusayachid and damaged someone in the Rishusayachid. Now let's go back in the Mishnah, or the third case, Rishusayachid, the Hizik, Rishusayachid. In all of the three cases, says the Mishnah Chayev. As we spoke out yesterday, what's the Chiyuf here? What, what, what av does this, does this go under? So whenever the, we learn the, the whole time, chitzav, very good, is koichoi, koichoi kegufoi. So the mazik is adam hamazik. That's important. And adam hamazik has to pay nezek shalom. In other words, if if it would be mamain that's being mazik, you have all these issues. Then ayechayv only b'rishosayachol and b'rishosarabim. If if there is a kavana lahazik, then you're going to have the issue of tam or muad. If it's going to be a boyd, no, no, no. Here, the splinter, the koyach of the wood chopper went into the splinter. The splinter flew into someone. That's Adam Hamazik. Adam Hamazik is chayf to pay Nezik Shalom no, no, no matter where the Hezek happened. Yes. Very good point. Very good. So, to answer your question, the Gemara is going to word it differently. Why did the Mishnah have to give us three cases? And you're going to see that each case has a unique chiddish. And you're going to understand why that unique Chiddush is not on the fourth option, which is why the Mishnah didn't mention. The question is the opposite. The Mishnah should have taught that a wood chopper, if a splinter goes flying, flying on the muat lo'aylam, you know, a person can say, I never intended to damage. No, no, you should have known that this wood might hurt someone. So you So just give one case. So says the Gemara, no, we need all three cases. Because the itana hamivakeyam. And here the Gemara begins with the first case. That's why it helps with the gears of the Bach. We're speaking about the first, in the order of the Bach, of Yachid. And then, I would argue, why is the Mevakeya Chayev? Because since the splinter went flying into a domain, where Shechichei Rabim, the chances that the splinter will hit someone in the Rishusarabim is high. Because many people go through there. So you can tell the Mavakea you should have been more careful. Abel, but one might have thought, even if the Mishnah would have taught us that, then, that if he was chopping wood in the Rishosarabim, towards the Rishosayachid, so the wood chopper was aware that could be from my work, something is going to go flying into the Rishosayachid. Aleph, no one was there when he was chopping the wood. And even if someone might walk into the line of fire, the chances are much lower. Abel, there are not that many people in the Rishus HaYachet to begin with. Eimoloi, that he won't be chayef. Vitanam Rishus HaYachet, okay, if the Mishnah would have told you the greater Chiddush, this case, if you were chopping 
towards the Rishos HaYachid, but in the Rishos HaRabim. And the Mishnah would have said, you're Chayiv. I would say, you know why you're Chayiv? Because you did not have right to do that work where you were doing it. The Rishos HaRabim is an area that people have the right to walk. People even have the right to stop, like we learned, Lekatev. But for you to stop there and to start chopping wood, you were doing something wrong. You were a Meshana. Mishum so let's call that an act of negligence. You were negligent by the very fact you were... Tra- now, your negligence didn't result in someone tripping over you. It resulted in a piece of wood flying into the Rosh Hashayachid, but you're chayif. Avol, I would have thought, since you do have the right to chop wood in your Rosh Hashayachid, then maybe you would be putter by claiming you didn't want to hurt anyone. So, so the Tana has to write both. And now the Gemara goes further. I would say in both cases, there is a reason. You should have known that if, it fly, if it's going to fly into the Rishos Rabim, there are chances that people will walk into that line of fire. And you would have thought that And so you would think you're not chayiv. So even in this case, the Mishnah says, Trichon. And that answers your question. And nothing else is needed. No, he asked, why didn't the Mishnah give a case to the Shusarav? The Mishnah taught you dinim from which you know the rest. Okay. Now we're going to start with the following. And this is a sugi that's going to go into Daflamad Gimel. Tana Rabbanon. Look at this case. We learned in Abraisa, Hanichnos Lechanusai Shal Nagar. If someone walks into a carpenter's store, this is the din of the Nagar. Now, Shuloi Bereshus, very important. Shitas Rashi, Shuloi Bereshus means that he had no permission to walk in there. However, the Baal Hachanus, the Nagar, was aware that he was there. We'll see why that will be important for something that we'll learn later in the summit. So someone walked into the Nagar store. He did not have permission to be there, but the Nagar knew that he's there. And the Nagar is, you know, a carpenter. Same thing, he's doing his work with wood. And the Nitzta Bikaas, a chip of wood, goes flying. And the Tafcha Alpanov, and it hit the person who was in his store without permission, God forbid, Vames. And he died. Says the Braiso Potter, the Nagar is exempt from Golos. Why? Because he entered. However, says the Chayev. If he entered with Rishos, he's Chayev. Now, when, he, when you read the Braisa, it would appear, what would you say? Why do you Chayev? Pater from Golos, Chayev to Golos. To which came my Chayev. What did the Braisa mean when it says you're Chayev? So, And we're going to have three ways of interpreting what Rabbi Yosef Rab Hanina said. This is going to be option number one. Chayiv of the Braisa only means Chayiv with Dalad That the Nagar is Chayiv to pay for Dalad So let's just go back and make a quick Chazorim. These are very important dinim to remember. First of all, Adam HaMazik is different than all the other Mazikin. By all the other Mazikin, if you're Chayiv, you're Chayiv for Nezik. By Adam, who does damage, then potentially there's a chiyuv of chamisha devarim. Not only a chayiv for a nezek, but the tsar ripui sheves and boishes. However, we learned a few daf ago a very important rule. When it comes, nezek a for it. Let's put nezek aside. From the additional arba devarim, tsar 
Ripui, Sheves, and Boishas, we separated Boishas from the other three. For the other three, let's quote again the words we learned in Rashi, what will bring upon the Chiyuv? You being negligent. Either, Belosh Anashi, amazed, you were very negligent, or you were Karev Lamezid. You were uh, a bit, or uh, not a bit, you were negligent. Almost very negligent. Hard to define this in English. Mezid, Karev Lamezid. When it comes to Boishas, negligence in itself will never bring upon a Chiyuv of Boishas. For Boishas, you have to have Kavano Lahazik. There's a difference here. Me being negligent doesn't mean I wanted to damage. It means I was just negligent. For boishas, you have to want to damage. Another detail that's important for boishas, even though we didn't, it's not Negea here, but let's review this. Even though by boishas you need kavana lahazik, you don't need kavana levayish. That was the dinam of Rabbah. The seven dinam that we learned from Rabbah, one of them. Okay, so now let's come back over here. So says Rabbi Yisib Rab Chanino, when the Braisa says that if a person entered the store of the Nagar Bereshus, the Baal HaChanus, the Nagar Eschayev, he only meant Chayev Adalot Vorim. Not Boishas. Why, why, why not Boishas? Because there was no Kavana Lahazik. There was no Kavana Lahazik. He was just doing his job. But there's negligence. You gave permission for someone to enter your store and you keep on doing your work carpentry. That's called negligence. Or at least it's called Karev Lamezit. So you chai bedal devarim. However, galus. No, no, no. There's two. There's two options. Either the one who entered got damaged, or he died. So the Rabbi Yosi Barabchanin is saying the reish of the brayso shuloi b'rishus pater means pater from galus. The safe of the brayso is not being consistent. Not chayv and galus. No, you chai bedal devarim. But you're still pater from galus. Now, why would you be pater from from galus? Let's read inside Rashi. Rashi is all the way on top of the Amr, the third line, uh, the first narrow line. Chai v'dalad v'adim, Shleimah, to answer what you're saying. Im loy If he didn't die, the guy who entered. Eloi huzek. So nois and what's the dalad v'adim nezek? Tsar ripui v'sheves. Why is that? Because for these dalad v'adim, what is the criterion? Not kavan al-hazik. Pshia, negligence. Tahavali prishaya. Avol boishes, like Rashi Lloyd, ain't a chayv. Avol boishes, achi is chavin. Again, achi is chavin lahazik, not levayish, but it's chavin. Vireisha, this is clear. Shuloi bereshus. What's about the reisha? When the Mishnah said potter, according to this version, not only are you potter from galus, you're potter from dalad varam as well. Why are you potter from dalad varam? Look at Chitas Rashi. Because the lack of shia. There's no. Why is there no negligence? Because he entered shuloi bereshus. Even though the Chiddush will be, we'll see clear that you knew he was there. Even though you were aware someone is in your store, since he was there, Shulay Bereshus, you're not called a Kod of Lamezid. You're not called a Pesheya. Not even a Kod of to being a Pesheya. Abel Nezek concludes Rashi, this is important, even in the case of the Reisha, for Nezek itself, you're Chayiv. Why? Because Adam Muat Lailam. Even if you're not considered negligent, you have to pay for your damage. True, we learned, again, quoting the Toysavis in the beginning of the Masechta Davdalid, that by an Oynes Gadol, you're going to be Pater. That's not an Oynes Gadol. Rashi Lashitasi. Because here you were aware someone is in your store. No, you're confusing again. Either die in Golos. 
Rashi is making it clear that according to this first version of Rabbi Yossi, he says that the Patan and Chayiv is not regarding Golos, it's about Hezek. Not about Hezek, about the Dalot Devarim. Tsar, Nezek, Ripui, Sheves. Good. Now, and why is that? Why are you going to be Patan from Golos? The question is, one second. He entered your domain, Bereshus. So now explains Rabbi Yisrael Barab Hanina, it's not like a forest, we just had this forest. What's the case, what's the prototype that the trader uses on Parsha Shoftim? Of a person having to go gullus for manslaughtering, killing Bishoigig? If two people enter a forest, and one person is one person is chopping wood, and a piece of the iron goes flying and kills the victim, there he has to go into Golos. Each one has permission on their own to enter the forest. They don't need to, I don't need to get permission from someone else to enter the forest. So they'll say, I entered my domain. However, over here, even though the person entering the store of the Nagor entered with permission, from the very fact that he needed permission means he didn't enter his Rishus, he entered... The Nagar is Rishus. The Nagar is not going to have to go into Golos. Okay, now, let's, this is the first interpretation of Rabbi Yossi. Even though the Gemara now is going to change it, it's going to be an Amar Rava. By the way, there's a, the Bach says it's Amar Rava, but we're going to follow Rava here. Let's still remember this first statement. Rava understood the first statement different. Amar Rava, one second, doesn't make sense. How can you understand that the reason that Rabbi Yossi is saying that in the latter case of the Mishnah, you're going to be Potter, even though he entered Bereshus, because it's not Doim Liyar, asks Rabbi Adarabo, Kalvachaymer, he should for sure have to go into Golos. Mayar, Zeladati Nichnes, Zeladati Nichnes. No one needed to ask permission. No one needed to ask permission. Nevertheless, Nasa Kimisha Nichnes, Nas Chaveroi, nevertheless, we say that the victim was there with the knowledge of the aggressor. Because the aggressor should have known that since everyone has the right to enter the forest, someone might be there. If not, it's an oinus. What's the shoigig? Because other people might be there. And because it already goes into Golas, this one, this person entered the store with the permission of the Nagar. The Nagar for sure should have known that he's there. He gave him permission to be there. It's like Kochen, that he's even more guilty. Elo Amarava, so Rava explains the pshat of him not having to go to Golos. is not because he's less guilty, but exactly you're right. He's so much more guilty than the case of the Torah that Golos itself will not bring in atonement. My me Golos, the In other words, when it comes to the din of a manslaughterer, there's like a window in which only if you fit in that window do you have to go into Golos. If you are more innocent than the Shoigig, if it gets closer to Aynas, then you don't even need to have the Kapara of going Golos. If it's a Shoigig, let's call this, that's a cut of Lemezid. Then you don't go into Golos because Golos itself is not good enough of a punishment for you to get atonement. And in the Torah, the punishment is not stamped to punish, it's only to bring atonement. It won't bring you atonement. And Baha'inu Ta'ama de Rabbi Yaisi Barab Khanina. Rav says that's the meaning of Rabbi Yaisi Barab Khanina. 
I'm still calling all this the first interpretation of Rabbi Yaisi. Because later on, the Gemara, who's going to quote the first Rabbi Yaisi, we're not even going to say what Rabbi or Rav is saying here. But Rav is saying, this is what Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Khanina meant. That Mishum Now Mosev Rav asks Rav, now that we explained Rabbi Yaisi, that Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Khanina is telling you a din, that when it comes to Golos, if it's a Shoigig, but it's already a Kar of Lamezid, then you don't go into Golos, have a kasha from the Mishnah. The Mishnah is in Makis. A person who's chayv to get flogged by Beisden, even though the Torah says, Arboim chaser achas, but we will learn together that Beisden had a doctor that, that examined the transgressor and they came along with a number, that person can, can, can accept the whole 39. Or that person can only be Makabal 30. And what would happen if they gave a limit? The person is not that healthy. And they said that the, the sinner can only get to 30. Now the shliach Beisden, who's doing the whipping, added a 31st. And, and, the, and, and the transgressor died. There was no mazid. We just have now this new concept of, a, ah, kodav lamazid also, galus won't help. So it says in the Mishnah, How can you say that Rabbi Yaisi is teaching you that a kodav lamazid, galus won't even help, don't go into galus. How is that, you know, about, they, a doctor says, this man cannot take more than 30. If you'll give him more than 30, he's going to die. And you gave him more than 30. You should have been more mindful that the maise inshi that a person could die with one additional clap. You know, we're all that far away from. If you go to the limit, you go over the limit with one drop, that's it. And still, answers the Gemara Amar Abshimim and Ardah. So Abshimim and Ardah says, ah, for it to be taka, not a karabal amazing, the toibi minyana. That the shliach, his mistake, he knew that this person can only get 30. But somewhere while he was counting, he made a mistake. He counted the chmeis, he counted 10 twice. So the moment he said that, it's a cute uh, expression here. Tafach Rava bisandoli. Rava, let's say, lovingly tapped him with his sandal. To Rabshimi. Because this statement cannot be. Why Amalei, Rava tells him, Atu hu mani. The shliach is the one that's counting. For the shliach to be the one... That might make a mistake. No, no, no. That's a v'hatanya. We learned in Abraisa. That Dodol Shabbatayonim Koirin. The eldest one in the Beisdin, he's the one that's reading the verses that speak about the punishment for a transgressor and other psukim that speak about Hashem forgiving people who do tshuva. So one is the reader of the psukim. Vahasheni and the other dayan, the second dayan, counts. One. Vahashlishi and the third one tells the shliach based in hit. So there's a whole seder. Halavai, there's a machlekes in the basin. Who's the gadol? And he doesn't get malchus. Maybe that's why they made But there's a whole system. Who does the psukim? Who does the counting? Who does the ordering? So, the, well, let's word it differently. If someone made an error, if someone made an error, it was a dying that made an error. And since, let's say, we hold that that's, that's the shliach didn't, should not have made the error. You can't say that he followed the order of the dayon. No, he should The dayon for sure doesn't have to go into gold because the dayon didn't do it. 
So Rabbi Shimon Ador says, no, 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 I know this b'raisa. And that's exactly what happened. The Torah Ayana Gufei. The dying was the one that made the mistake. Now, he says, true, the shliach goes into Golos, because ain shliach ledvar Aveda, and the shliach should have counted on his own, but you cannot say that he's cut of lamezid. Cut of lamezid means if I know that it's my achrayas to count, and I make a mistake in the counting, why would I make a mistake? That, that, that is not that justifiable. But if I'm repeating the number of the dying in my own head, then it's easier for me to get tripped up because the dying made a mistake. So there's less mazed here. That's taka why he goes into Golos. Bite it. Mazed, you know, the kasha we learned in the Mishnah. If a person throws a stone in the Rishu Sarabim, he didn't aim at anyone. He threw a stone. And Baharag Harezah Goyla. And again asks the Gemara Baruch, he's sure you got a mazed you kidding? You're throwing something in a Rishu Sarabim? And still, even though it's a card of Lameza, So here the Gemara finds a whole teretz for this. So Amar Abshmal by Yitzchak, ah, we're not Stam speaking about a Hefke Jung that threw a rock into the street. If he killed, it's worse than, than Shoigik. The case was the Soysedaskoisloi. A person had a wall. The wall was a rickety wall. And the person took his wall down. And as he was taking his wall down, it wasn't that he stomped through a stone. A stone from the wall fell into the Rishul Sarabin. So asks the Gemara, okay, but still, if you're taking your wall down, and you know that some of the stones can fly into the Rishul Sarabim, you still call a card of Lumezid. Ah, says the Gemara, it's in the case, he took it down at night. Still asks the Gemara, Balayla nami just because it's at night, so maybe less people walk, still people walk there. Answers the Gemara, He was taking it down by day, but it wasn't that his wall was adjacent to a sidewalk, to a road. His wall was adjacent to an ashpa, to a garbage dump. Even less people are there. So now the Gemara has to clarify. One second. If people go out there, they go out there to throw their own garbage there. Then bite it. You're back to the question. It's amazed. It means cut of amazed. And if it's a garbage dump that no one ever goes there, so then he's an oinus. Let's go back to what we mentioned. Golos, there's a window. If it's more than a shoigig towards amazed, you don't go into golos. But if it's less than a shoigig, then you also don't have to go into golos. So, there's a garbage dump. And people at night used to use it as a bathroom. They used to relieve themselves on there. But no one went there during the day. Because by day, basically, there's less uh, people can see, there's less modesty. However, being that people at night use it for a bathroom, every now and then, uh, an exception happened during the day as well. The Ika, the Mikrei, as a Mikra, Mikra, Nikra, you know, occasionally, the Yosef, someone goes and sits there. So, Mezid have Meaning, because people don't go there during the day. But Okay. Okay, so now coming back, let's just go back to the first interpretation of Rabbi Yossi, but Abchanina, regarding the Braisa, the way we learned the Rashi inside. That the Braisa was not speaking about Golos, the Braisa is speaking about Arba Devarim. So when he entered Shaloi Bereshus with awareness, Shaloi Bereshus, Rashi says he's patr ma'abad varim, chayv v'nezek, adamod la'olam. He's patr from the other three because there was no pshia. The guy had no rishos. If he entered the rishos, he's chayv to pay for the arba varim. He's patr megalos, however you'll understand this.
Now says the Gemara interpretation number two that Papa Mishmei Derava Masni Lo They understood that Rab Yosi but Rab Chanina's statement that Chayiv Bedalid Devarim of Patur Menagolos was not speaking about a case where Nichnas Bereshus, but it, it refers to the first case of the Brisa. And let's read the Gemara inside that it says in the Brisa Hanichnas Lachanusa Yishol Nagar Shuloi Bereshus. That case he entered with the awareness of but without the permission of the Nagar, of the carpenter. And the Nitzlai Bikas, and a piece of, uh, a chip of wood went flying. And on this, Ah, Potter from Golos. But why is he chayvabadvarim? Here's where Rashi says, because since he was aware that he entered, that's called a pshia or a cut of the pshia. It's called negligence. So what that you did not give permission? If you knew someone is in your store, Taki has no right to be there, but you're doing work that you know that could result in him getting injured or killed, you're called a preshaya. You didn't have kavana lahazik, boishas, you'll be potter, but you chai bar Now, man the la seifa. The first version that we had on top that learned Rabbi Yosef Rabchanina's statement going to the seifa, then we're speaking now about Golos. If he's potter from Golos in the Seifah, that's why I'm emphasizing, take out what Rava just said. What was the original explanation? Why are you potter me Golos? Because it's not like Yar. Why is it not like Because he entered the Rishos of someone else. So if he's potter from Golos because he entered someone else's Rishos, Avada, if he entered Shuloi Rishos, then Avada, the Nagar is Pater Migolos. However, but the second, Rav Papa Mishmei the Rava, that explained Rabbi Yesi, but Rav Hanina's statement, that it only goes on the Reisha, he's Pater Migolos, but Chai Babar Devarim, Avala Seifa. But according to this, if in the case of the Seifa, where he entered Bereshus, he'll be Chai Vangolos. He'll take a be Chai Vangolos. Because if I enter someone else's domain, not I, for Uven answers the Nagar store Bereshus, the fact that the Nagar gave Ru'uven a shush to enter, he has to be very careful what happens. And if he, if he, if he kills him, Bishoigeg, that's a case of Golos. Fregdi Gemara still, Umi Chayiv Golos, when he entered Bereshus, Vohotanyom, Navagnolina Brisa, speaking about a case of a Napoch, a blacksmith, Hanichnes Lachanusishol Napoch, if someone enters the store of a blacksmith, the blacksmith is working with fire. Here the hezek is coming from a spark, but we're learning this not ish. It's coming chitzov here because the spark went flying, and that's koychay kagufay. We're speaking about adam hamazik. The nitzah nitzoytzois and small flames went flying. The top panov says the brayz of vameis butter. and asks the gemara does the fact that the brayz does not qualify. To the store of Anapach, does that not also include that he's Nichnas Bereshus? So even Bereshus, since it's not like Diyar, let's go back to the first statement. Diyar, each one entered his own domain. Everyone has Bereshus to enter Diyar, it's his. Here I entered someone else's domain. Here it says, I'm Potter. Answers the Gemara that this Braisa, Hachalonayaskinon, Bishulya de Napachi. We're speaking about a apprentice of the blacksmith. If he was the one that got killed, the Zarav and the, the Talmud got killed, the Rav doesn't have to go into Golos. 
just because you're a student, you're a Talmud from the blacksmith, he sort of say he's less responsible for your well-being? Ah, so again, adds the Gemara of the Braisa. Look how much we qualify the Braisa. It's Kisharabi Misarav Boilotzeis. The master was urging him to leave. The Eino Yoitze. So the Rabbi is Patrimi Golos. The Gemara is not happy with that. Umishum, the Rabbi Misarav Boilotzeis. Just because the Rabbi asked him, urged him to leave, and he didn't leave, is Lemiktalei Koim. So he's allowed to be killed. The Rabbi should have been careful. So the Gemara says, nah, that's the key. The, the master told the student, please leave. The master did not look to see what happened. A Rav has the right to presume that the Talmud will listen to him. So since he asked the student to leave, it's Kisavriyatsa. Since he thought he left, he's Takanoinus. He's not even a Shoigig. He had a right to work with fire. Says the Gemara why does it have to be with the apprentice? Why can't you apply this to anyone? If someone entered the store of the Napach, the Napach told him to leave, the Napach should have the right to presume that he left. Aflamad Gimel says the Gemara Nisht. Acher, a non-student of the rabbi, a non-apprentice, lastly, aims say the rabbi. There is no respect. So just because the storekeeper tells someone to leave, it doesn't give him the right to presume that he listened to him. But ha, oh, this is a nice Gemara, but here he's his Talmud, Isle Emsed Rabbi. So the Rav has the right to assume, I asked my Talmud to do something, for sure my Talmud listened to me. So for sure he left. Ah, that's why he's Potter. And now let's conclude today by learning a third interpretation of Rabbi Yosef Rab Hanino, Rabbi in the name of Rabbi said that the statement of Rabbi Yosef Rab Hanino, when he said the words goes on a whole different din. It didn't go on the case of the Mevakeyam or Hanicham. So it didn't go on the case of the Nagar. It goes on a whole different din. Now this is a Gavaldik din. We'll learn this in Marcus. It says Matzah Prat Lamamsiyas Atzmoi. Let's go back to the case of the Yar, Pasha Shoiftim. Two people are in the forest, and one person is chopping wood, and a piece of iron goes flying off his axe, and it finds someone, and it kills someone. The, 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 the wood chopper has to go into ghosts. So we learn over there that you know when that is the case. When, when the person chopped the wood, and the iron went flying off the axe, the victim was already standing in the line of fire. He was already there. Then I chopped the wood. My iron, the moment it went flying off my axe, it was heading towards where the victim was standing. Only there is the wood chopper hive to go into goals. However, what would happen if when he chopped the wood and the iron went flying off, it was going into the air. In the middle of it flying, after it was projected flying, someone then walked into the line of fire. But he wasn't even there when the... When the, when the person shot the arrow, that person wasn't there. In that case, that's what we learned. That is not Chayv and Golos. And Omar, Rabbi Yezir ben Yaakov, and based on that said, Rabbi Yezir ben Yaakov, that me, she yotza eben mitachas yada, he applies it to all cases. If a person throws a stone, and after he threw the stone, v'hoitzi haloi esroishoi, another person, the victim to be, stuck his head out, and Vekibla's head accepted the stone, and God forbid he passed away. Here also, the stone thrower is spotted. Fakert, since Basar Meikaros Lina notes, my obligation is from the moment that the iron went flying. At that moment, it wasn't going to kill anyone. It happened later. If it would be Basar the Saif, then I would be Chayef. 
the opposite. Now, now on this, let's just finish, on this, Ah, when we learned this then, that Moitzi, Motza, Pratla, Mamsi, Yasatzmoi, that's only Potter Migolus, but Yechayev, Babar Devonim. Because again, when it comes to Agbar Devonim, you have to be negligent. And that's kind of amazing. If I'm in a yard, and like we mentioned, every, I know that other people have rishus just like me to enter the yard. I'm doing a, an activity that could result in things flying, which could be mazik or got to a bit kill. It's on me to be careful that no one is there. It's considered at least kind of amazing. Now, says the Gemara, let's just finish up this little few lines. Man, the lo aha. The ones that learned that I'm chayiv even on the case of makas that we just learned, by the carpenter, he's chayiv, as we spoke out from Rashi, because in all the cases of the b'raisa, he's aware that someone walked into his store. However, but the ones who learned it, that Rabbi Yossi said it on the case of a Nagar, either on the Nation or on the Sefer, but aha, in this case of Makis, they're going to have the Pater Ligamri. Why Pater Ligamri? Because you can argue that I'm in a yard. I don't know if anyone is there. Not only don't I know anyone is there, when the iron went flying, no one was in the line of fire. Later he walked into it, I should be Pater Ligamri. Now just to conclude that there's a big Machlekes Rishayim here. When the Gemara says Pater Ligamri, what does that refer to? Some of the Rishayim say Pater Ligamri means you're Pater from Tsar, Nezek, Ripui, Sheves. I'm sorry, Tsar, Ripui, Sheves, and Boishas. But Nezek, you're Chayiv. Adam Wat And there are other people that hold that when the Gemara says Pater Ligamri, it means even from Nezek. Going back to the Tresor Sotiri Rashalmi. That when it's an Oynes Gadol, when it's an Oynes Gadol, which will be such a case. He doesn't know anyone is there. He's alone in the forest. And later someone walked into the line of fire. Maybe he doesn't even have to pay for the Nezek to be continued.